Well, I do hope that you enjoyed part one of the believer's position and possession in Christ. All spiritual blessings in Christ, presented by Pastor Webster. Now, of course, this is part two. And in part two, Pastor Webster will continue because he started speaking about six details of divine blessing. Um, detail number one, the blessed one, which is God. Detail number two, the one who is the supreme blessed one. He is the supreme blesser. And Pastor Webster will continue now from point number three. Listen up. And I do hope that you would enjoy this one as well. There's a third thing. The blessed ones. We have the blessed one. Now the blessed ones. Who are they? Who are they? The Christians. The believers. Hey folks. We are blessed. Whether we feel so, whether we believe so, we are blessed. And not only we are blessed, we are blessed with all spiritual blessing. And uh, notice what he said. Who had blessed us. Meek say in that video, everything is us. Us. We want everything to be about us. Well, Mix was speaking in the negative then about us. But God now is speaking in the positive about us. He said, he has blessed us. Now, Paul included himself. He included himself. This us refers to believers. The saints in Christ Jesus. The believer is called upon to bless God with words. The believer is called upon to bless God with words. While God blesses the believer with deeds. Thus, the best we can do for God is to speak, is to speak well about God. You cannot do no better for God than to speak well about God. I want to tell you that many of us are poor because of the decisions that we have made in our own life. A lot of things we do, we blame God for. But the decisions that we have made in our lives have caused us to be where we are today. And I can't sit around and hear people talking about my God because the only way I could bless God is for me to speak well about God. So if I ever hear anybody not speaking well about my God, guess what? I got to stop that individual because the only way that I could bless God, Brother Mike, is to speak well about God. God don't need nothing else from me. God blessed us with deeds. All we can do is bless God with words. The best we can do for God is to speak well of him. But in many instances, when God blesses us, the situation is reversed. God cannot bless us for our goodness. Hello? God cannot bless us for our goodness. Why? Because we don't have none. The Bible says there's none good. So God cannot bless us for our goodness. <laughs> we don't have none. He blesses us with his goodness. That's the difference. He can't bless us for our goodness 
but God blesses us with his goodness as our father. He lavishes. Are you with me, church? Let me use some words here now. He lavishes his goodness upon us. Every good gift and every blessing, his nature, the nature of God is to bless his children. You can tell me that I'm a millionaire and my son trend poor. What kind of father I'll be? But he wants to bless us. And not only with some of our blessings, he wants to bless us with all spiritual blessings. And not he wants to, he has in spiritual places. Watch this, the fourth thing. The blessings. What are the blessings? Everything spiritually. What are the blessings? Church, are you with me? What, what, what do we possess? We possess all the blessings spiritually. He holds back nothing from us spiritually. Many believers pray for things we have already have. Are you with me, church? Many of us pray for things that we already have. Let me find my page. We pray for love, ain't true? Come on, tell the truth, tell the truth. Don't we pray for love? I want to share something. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 and verse number 5, and hope make it not a shame. Watch this. Because the love of God is sprinkled. He said, the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. In other words, we don't need to pray for love. God took it upon himself to make sure that there is love in our hearts. So what we need to do, we need to start showing love. We don't need to pray for love. God made it his business. He made, made us able to love one another. That's his business. I don't need that God would give me love so I can love you. God has already done that. All I need to do now is to demonstrate that love that God has taken upon himself to bestow on me. So we pray for love. But do we really need it to pray for love? If we believe the Bible, we must say that we, we should not pray for love. We should pray that God would allow us to show our love one to another. Because God is the one who made it his business to have love. Isn't it true that we pray for peace? Isn't it true that we pray for peace? He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. And love is something of a spiritual blessing. Isn't it true that we pray for peace? In John chapter 14 and verse number 27. Here's what I said. That's it, sister. What did he say? Peace, I leave with you. He didn't say, he didn't say peace, I leave for you to pray for. He said, I'm going. I'm leaving something with you. Guess what I'm leaving with you? I am leaving Peace with you. Here's what he said. 
my peace. Not only peace, but my peace. Look what I have done with my peace. Look what that billionaire have done with his money. He put her name on it. He says, my peace I give unto you. In other words, you have it. I have given it unto you. He, he goes ahead and he says, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Why? Because I have already given you peace, and not only peace, I have given you my peace. And he didn't say I sent it by somebody and they didn't reach with it. I have given to you my peace. Don't we pray for happiness and joy? Come on, church, talk to me. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings. But not because she doesn't know that her name is on the billionaire's account. Mean that she's not a billionaire. She is a billionaire. Because her name is on it. Watch. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings. Because your name is on it. What did he say about happiness? In John the 15th chapter. And the 11th verse. Here's what he said. These things have I spoken unto you. Watch this. That, that my joy. He didn't say that. My joy should be given to you. He said, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy may remain in you. In other words, he took it upon himself to place joy in us and he wants that joy to remain in you, he says, and that your joy might be full. So when my joy is in you, then your joy is filled. And sometimes we don't stop and pay attention to the fact that we are millionaires or we are billionaires because if you realize that you are a millionaire and you realize that you are a billionaire, you will live different. I tell you, I love Ephesians. I just love this book. All my studying in my lifetime. I've never been, I've got excited about messages, going through the Bible and picking up messages. But this book has really excited me. Folks, I have learned so much in the past weeks and months just studying Ephesians. Isn't it true that we pray for strength? Come on, sister. Isn't it true that we pray for strength? In Philippians chapter number four and verse number 13. What did the Apostle Paul say? When you talk about strength, he said, I can do through Christ who does what? Who strengtheneth me. And we pray for peace, but he says, I can do it because my strength comes from Christ. Hallelujah. Not I might, but I can. Ah, isn't it true that we pray for divine power to be granted to the believer? Paul, Peter writes in 2 Peter chapter number 1 and verse number 3, here's what he says. According as his divine power. Ah. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Had you ever lost power from Jimmy? Had you ever had a fuse blown? Had you ever had a fuse blown? And you look outside and everybody else outside light up except you? 
and then you call very up. <laughs> I know who to call, no, very up, I gotta call you. And then you call the electrician, and the electrician begins to check, and he realizes, watch this, watch this, there's a brick between the electricity company and you. There's a fuse that ignites from this side to that side. If it breaks, that's it. The electricity company gives you the power in the bottom, but it's got to transfer the power from the bottom to the top where you are. And when the fuse is blown, watch, you don't get no power. He says, according as his divine power, not GB, his divine power had given unto us why is that word again? Why is that word again? Boy, I, love, I love, hey folks, I gotta let you go home. Had given unto us all things that had pertained unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and to virtue. What a God. May I say to you tonight, we are already blessed. And we are blessed in all spiritual blessings. Paul wrote to the Colossian believers in chapter 2. And in verse number 10 he says, And ye are complete in it. Uh, lacking nothing. You are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities. Principalities comes from the word principle, the big one. The head of all principalities and power. And you are complete in him. Outside of him, you're worth nothing. In him, we are complete, which is the head of all principalities and powers. May I say to you tonight that we have the provision of the Holy Spirit in Christ. In Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 19, for we know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and in the supply of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. Woo! Sometimes we run out of supplies. And all depends on how much money you got, you can go and get some more supplies. But when you run out of money, it doesn't matter how much supplies you want, you don't have no more money to buy no more. You got to use what you got. God cannot give us more than what he has given in his son. Stop asking. Did you hear what I just tell you? God cannot give us more than what he has already given in his son. There is nothing more to receive down here. As far as God is concerned, we are already seated. So he has given us everything. We are already seated in heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 6, the Bible says, and had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So with that, 
the location of these blessings. Where are they? But the Bible is a sweet book, you know. You only got to stop and start to understand the Bible and just walk through the pages. The location of these blessings, of course you know where. Heavenly places. This has to do with the full extent of his divine operation. His domain. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 20, he says, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Watch this. And set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. And right where he is, that's where he's going to be. Hmm. In chapter 3 and verse number 10, he says to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. These blessings are where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 1, if we then be risen with Christ, Watch this. Seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. We as spirituals can accept what the natural man rejects. We as spiritual can accept what the natural man rejects. Rejects. For Paul wrote to the Corinthian believers in chapter 2 and verse number 14, he says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. With all that God is offering, the natural man says, No. Now he may think that it is he that is making the decision to say no. But the Bible says, for there are foolishness unto him. You going church? Y'all believe in this God, Jesus thing, and Jesus coming from the time I was a child, I heard them things. Garbage, garbage. But the Bible says you're going to say that. As a natural man. The Bible says that. You're going to say there are foolishness unto him. But watch what God said about that foolish fellow. He says, neither can he know them. So he pretending that he don't want them. He don't even know what they are. Why he can't know them? He says, because they are spiritually discerned. They're not for him. They are for the spiritual. We are called upon to live like heavenly citizens while we are here in these earthly situations. To do that, we must walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. It's one thing for us to just hallelujah, praise the Lord, and, and realize that all these things are ours, but we have a particular walk that God expects. You know, someone were to walk up to you and pay off a bill at the bank for you, you'd be forever being grateful to that person. Is there anything he can do for you? You'd be somewhere in the States and you hear, Mr. So-and-so died. I got to go to his funeral. Because he was so good. To me, we have a particular walk. 
Paul wrote to the Galatians in chapter 5 and verse number 16, he says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You see, in so doing, we will produce the fruit of the Spirit. In chapter 5, verse 22, in verse number 23, he says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. If you're walking in the Spirit, you will produce the fruit of the Spirit. He says, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Oh, pastor, you don't know how I can love that person. You're not in the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Sometimes you look at Christians, and your heart to sleep at night, and you're looking for a sour sap tree to get some sour sap. And the closest you could see to a sour sap is the face of the believer. Sour sap. With all that he has offered us, our faces are still so sour. But he said the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. And not sour sap. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. Hey folks, nothing is wrong. Everything is right about you getting excited about what you're hearing. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. The fruit of the Spirit is peace. Wherever you find confusion, especially if it is in a church, we are not operating according to the Spirit. Because the Spirit produces peace. Not only that we find it is peace, the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. Watch, watch. You don't give up. Anybody could humbug you up and you hold your tongue. Long-suffering. The fruit of the Spirit is gentleness. The fruit of the Spirit is goodness. The fruit of the Spirit is faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. But in chapter 6, verse 10, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. It is a reality that we will face our struggles down here. In counsel. I have developed a couple of thoughts. When people come to me and they, they come for counsel, they come, many of them, they come and they say, Pastor, me and my husband, we've been having problems. And I watch the person, I say, were you surprised? No, no, you can't be surprised. Are you surprised that you and your husband Having difficulties? Let me bust the pot here for you. In every marriage, you're going to find difficulties. So they come as if this should never happen. Folks, settle down. In every situation, you're going to find difficulties. You want me to tell you something else? Even in the church. <laughs> Pastor Natrum, if one man have problems getting along just with one woman. Why expect for one man with all these men and women? One man trying to figure out one woman. I might be this to you. But here is a man in a marriage that has to figure out all of you women 
And sometimes when you figure you got to figure out, next time around, you say, oh my goodness, no, I was wrong. <laughs> so even in churches, you will find that there will be difficulties. Paul said in 2 Corinthians, and I got to stop. I was trying to get to 6, but I got to stop. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9, here's what he says. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. We're going to pick up from the next time around. I can't keep you no longer. It's sweet here, but we got to stop. We got to stop. He said, we are troubled. Ah, can you say trouble? He said, we are troubled on every side. This is the man, when he referred to we, he's referring to the believers. Those people that are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He said, but you got your problems to deal with down here. He says, we are troubled on every side. But yet not. Distress. We are perplexed. Not we might be perplexed. He said we are perplexed, but not in despair. We ain't given up on this thing. In verse 9, we are persecuted, but we are not cast down. You may hit me, but you ain't gonna knock me down. He says, We are we are cast down, but we are not destroyed. In other words, he says. Expect these things to happen down here. But watch. The young lady who is now a billionaire, they are trying to understand each other. He's trying to figure her out. She's trying to figure him out. You think that they're not going to have misunderstandings? As a young lady, when you do have misunderstandings, you want your name... Move from the account. <laughs> Don't be so foolish. Now, you, that's already in your possession. And by the way, if he puts your name on that account and make you a joint owner of that account, here's what I'm going to tell you. He cannot take your name off. Why? Because the account now is yours and his. To get your name off, you got to go with him to the bank to get your... You're going to take your name off? <laughs> so while we are having all these struggles down here, don't forget, we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly, as far as God is concerned, the end has already taken place. God is not a God of space and time. So people like me and Pastor Natrum, we look for Jesus to come tonight. Ain't true, brother? He tell me tonight. One day, you say? He say, one day less going home. And after you reach a certain age, that's the way you count. One day gone. So I'm much closer. He said, if I was here for a year, it is one year less, I'll be going home. Hey, folks, you can't be better off than you are in Christ. Because everything that he is entitled to you are ears.
and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So here's what I want to say to you. Grab your possession. Live. You think she's going down the road now that she married to this man? Then she's going down the road now with them old skirt with him, Ribo? Huh? You think she's going down the road now with them pantyhoes that got a ream from all the way up there? You think she's going down the road with them? Watch. Her billionaire husband will not allow her to walk like that. Go down town, spend some money, man. Change them clues. Change everything that you need to change. Watch. Live as a billionaire. Hey, I'm saying to you tonight, live as if you and you are blessed by God with all spiritual blessings. It matters not what happened down here. Nothing could take them away from you. We are blessed, not hoping to be blessed. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings. And what Jesus is entitled to, he is entitled to. I don't know how else I can say it. Now we are to live like children of the King. This was a presentation of the Good News Baptist Church located in St. Peter's on St. Martin. We do hope that you enjoyed this message. If you would like to know more about the Good News Baptist Church, please connect with us. We can be found on Facebook. Just search for GNBC Network. That's facebook.com slash GNBC Network. Or you may also give us a call at 721-548-4325. That's 721-548-4325. If you desire to send us an email, you could also do that at info at gnbcnetwork.org. That's info at gnbcnetwork.org.